Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The uh, bench coach of the Pittsburgh Pirates, Donnie Kelly. Donnie, what's going on, man? Up in the North Hills right now, I assume, or where are you at these days? Yeah, we are in the North Hills. How are you doing, Dan? We're doing well. We're doing well. Uh, Derek Shelton says that you guys talk like six times a day. What's like the actual number? <laughs> I heard it was 80. Somebody called me and said he dropped an 80 spot, but it is. It's, uh, we, we talk a lot. Um, you know, some days more than others, depending on what's going on. But com- communication with him has been great. So what can you be talking about? And uh, w- do you guys just like have 10 different plans that you're rolling out there? I'm curious as to how one of these 80 conversations goes throughout the day. Man, you know what? It, it, there's a lot of ideas floating around. And, you know, as we start to filter through and get some clarity here, hopefully soon on where it's going to be and how many people and all of the information like that, then we can start to make some uh, some solid plans, but you know, just a lot of ideas and just trying to keep come up with ways to get the guys ready. You know, and when you you think about what this could potentially look like if, if things get back up and running, uh, it's going to be, for lack of a better term, these are my words, not yours, a hot mess. But having said all of that, somebody has to coordinate the hot mess. Somebody has to have this dumped into their lap. Donnie, that's probably you, right? You are the hot mess coordinator. I am, you know. And what, uh, the staff in spring training was unbelievable. The players were awesome in adapting, and I we'll find a we're going to find a way to get it done. Um, you know, as we go through it and start to figure out the, you know, if we have to stage the workouts and with different numbers of people and where those take place and whatever we we've got. A lot of ideas floating around, and uh, we'll, we'll be ready for it. So as a hot mess coordinator, which is your new title, Dottie, what is, exactly can you articulate what you're going to be doing here and what your role is in this like return-to-play deal uh, and, and what you've got on your plate at this juncture? Hey, you know, I, and, and it is. It's going to be crazy getting back together. I think that everybody's looking forward to, if, if we want to term it a hot mess, we're looking forward to getting back out there. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of different things going on as far as, you know, coordinating the, the daily schedule and trying to come up with a, a way to make sure that we're abiding by all the, all the regulations of the number of people and how many people can be in a certain space at one time and how we're going to most importantly get the guys ready to play with the pitching arms is the most important thing. You know, as we start to work through it, normally we have, you know, five weeks, or more to get these guys ready. And I know that everybody's been doing a great job throwing, staying sharp on their own, but to come back in and start to ramp up towards game speed 
and get to get the position players out on defense and get them getting some live at bats. So I think the pitching arms and the live ABs are going to be the most important thing. Pirates bench coach uh, Donnie Kelly is with us, a Point Park guy, a, a former Pirate himself, Pittsburgh native, checking all the boxes you are, Donnie. Uh, so um, what is a typical day for you right now? How many hours a day are, are you working? I, I would imagine you might be putting in more time now, given everything that you're essentially in charge of and running point on, than you would during the season. Do I have that right? Well, I don't. It's uh, it's been a lot, and it's been a lot of great things too. You know, the the Zoom calls and the communication, and um, you know, I know certainly spring training was crazy for me. Um, you know, being down there and coordinating it, it was a it was a um, awesome time for me to learn and go through that and be able to be able to coordinate camp in that respect. And now it's kind of transitioned more into you know a lot of office work and you know the zoom calls, just like everybody else I'm sure is going through where we're on zoom calls, conference calls, just things to stay connected and make sure that we're all on the same page here moving forward into a more of an uncertain time. Donnie Kelly with us. So uh, as you go through all of this every day, uh, and I don't know if it's groundhog day or for, or if it's interesting and it's, it's keeping you on your toes, I would assume that it's, it, it's the latter as you go through all of this, does your confidence level grow that everything that you're, you're, you're investing here is actually going to be used? In other words, do you feel confident that this thing is actually going to get off the ground? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, as we look, I think that early on there was a lot more un, uncertainty as to what was going to happen. And I think the more that we see the regulations ease up and there's a lot more talk of the season starting and, um, you know, we're really just looking forward to some more clarity on that in, in terms of dates, if you will. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll, we'll uh, get there. You know, Shelty and I just keep talking about all the contingencies of there's a lot of things if different between if we play here in Pittsburgh for spring training as opposed to going to Florida. So, you know, there are a lot of different contingency plans going on. So I, I'm not going to ask you what you prefer. Would you rather be in Pittsburgh or, or would you rather be in Florida? I don't want to, you know, put you in that situation. I will ask you just from a logistics perspective, because that's what you're going through right now, all of that stuff. Is one plan easier or more conducive to everything that you're going to be having to endure and the guidelines being put in place? Uh, does Pittsburgh present a, a more... Uh, I guess an easier situation than say Pirate City and or uh, and or Lee Comp Park. You know, I think it's like in anything that you when you look at they, everything, both places have their pros and cons. And when you when you start to talk about those and look at them in in terms of the logistics or um, you know anything from housing and families and people coming to only having to come to Pittsburgh, you know, is would be a huge thing to have it here in Florida. There's a little bit more space with fields. So like when you start to look at different pros and cons of both, it's like they're, they both have, they both have positives and negatives. So like there's really, um, you know, either way, we're just looking forward to getting back out on the field and getting these guys out there and uh, getting ready for a season. Donnie Kelly is with us. He's uh, the Pirates bench coach, the Pittsburgh native here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Um, do you, 
are you doing anything with the the depth pool that's going to have to be created here? Because we certainly don't know how rosters are going to look. We don't know, and it's seemingly more and more doubtful that minor league baseball, in its traditional form, is going to be played this year. Are you working with that, uh, whatever it is going to be, extra players that you're going to need to fill out a roster because injuries are still going to happen and things of that nature? You know, I've had a couple conversations with Shelty about it. That's uh, That's been more Shelty and, and Ben and those guys talking about that so far. I mean, with me, I'm more on the daily schedule and that type of stuff. So there hasn't been too much uh, conversation yet about that. And I think that a lot of it, too, like, I don't think that we really know the number of players yet that are going to be in each bucket. So I think that as we get more clarity on that and um, the conversations take place to be able to figure out, you know, what those buckets are going to be and how many, as we look to, you know, fill out the major league team and, you know, because I've heard things of a taxi squad or different things like that, that I think we've all read publicly that, I I don't know how many are going to be in there. Be we're going to be allowed to have as part of those groups. Are you getting enough clarity from Major League Baseball, State of Pennsylvania, to to everything that you need to do to mobilize? Uh, are you waiting on a lot of answers here to try to push something forward here fr- from your perspective, from the Pirates' perspective, uh, or ha- have you been able to get essentially everything that you need, uh, the questions that you need answered? Yeah, oh, it's been it's been good. I mean, the communication between them has been awesome too. I think that, um, you know, the uh, I think we're just waiting on the on the dates and just mm-hmm. getting. That's probably the last part of it is just to get that so we can get rolling. Every manager needs something from their bench coach, and the the role of the bench coach I think varies depending on the organizational philosophy and and again the the, the at the at the, the the whim of the of the skipper. What does Derek Shelton need from you? What does he have you doing? And even, let's say, we're in season now. What is Donnie Kelly's role going to be as bench coach? <laughs> we're going to figure that out. I know spring training, it was great when playing the games, just being there with him, talking through the game and talking through different things. And I think that in spring it's a little skewed because the pitching is lined up every day, and it's more to get the guys working and to – uh, you have it mapped out as long as you don't run into into trouble, big trouble with pitch counts. You know who's going to pitch in what inning as you as you go through that day. So I think that as we get into as we get into the season, you know, really learning him and and that's where the communication has been great with us through this time, just going through manager card, bench coach card, how we're going to bounce things off of each other. Uh, talking through some of that and I think that the biggest thing will be working together during the games and just having all that information that he needs from me uh, to be able to make the decisions that he needs to make. Pirates bench coach uh, Donnie Kelly so moving forward here uh, and I don't want this to be a negative question at all but what is your biggest challenge day in and day out as you work through everything that we've discussed here over the last 10 minutes? Uh, You know i think going forward, just uh, figuring out the different scenarios of the how many people, the regulations that are in place and how many people we can have and really the time frame of getting the guys prepared to play a major league season. And we know that the season is going to be shortened. Spring training is going to be shortened. And coming off of that, coming off of this uncertain time, getting guys ready and 
getting them, having them healthy for the regular season. I think that that shortened time and uh, the pitching is going to be, like I said before, pitching is going to be the key is yeah. getting the guys working, getting their innings in and getting the batters as many at bats as we can get them in a, in a different scenario than what we're normally used to. Yeah, and uh, I wonder how how does one manage a game in a season that is severely shortened? That's there, there's no playbook on that, is there? So so somebody's got to write that, and and somebody's got to figure out the the decided edge as to how you go about a, a game in in a seventy game season or an eighty two game season because there is a book and you do have strategy for one sixty two. But that's going to be interesting, and I would imagine you're going to be right in the thick of that. No doubt. It's uh, it's going to be a little bit, obviously, about half half of the games that we're used to playing. Um, you know, and as we work through that and see the way that yeah, – I think that a lot of it depends on, on the players and how they feel and, and how they feel coming out of the, the second spring, if you will, and how their arms are and how many innings we can get them built up to. And I'm pretty confident that the rosters will be will be bigger to be able to compensate for that. You know, as far as having enough arms to to manage, you, you, I don't know what to even anticipate our starters being able to go coming out the backside of spring training. You know, it's not going to be um, a normal spring. So, are they going to be up to their normal hundred pitches, or are we going to have to? Are they going to be still working towards that? And I think those are the unknowns that that do make it difficult, and to have enough arms in the pen to be able to compensate for that that. Um, lack of time to get our starters ready well donnie i appreciate the time great insight uh from your perspective in the chair that you sit in uh all the best good luck um it's it's a crazy time to be a major league baseball bench coach in this day and age uh man it's awesome we're looking forward to getting back out there thanks a lot dan why why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why, why? good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion 